the 2022-2023 Phoenix Sun season is officially over. And the way that it ends, not with a whimper, but with a bang. Because that's the only way that the Suns could go out tonight, right? With a bang. Getting banged. Getting destroyed on national television in typical fashion. Last year, it was Luka Doncic. The year before, it was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Devin Booker is now 0-3 in, 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 in elimination games in the postseason. But did we expect anything less, Phoenix Suns fans? I mean, this is the franchise. This is it. This is how we send Al McCoy off. He's with a horrible, horrible loss at the hands of the Denver Nuggets. And so, as per usual, I'm joined by my good buddy, Matthew, and I'm joined by the geek of Suns, <laughs> the Suns geek, as I'm coming oh, to you sorry. live from the stadium as we talk about and try to navigate how we feel, what our thoughts are, and what potentially the future could be for the Phoenix Suns. So, what's up, guys? How how we doing? Hey, you know, the Suns, they laid it all out there. A big piece of crap just smashed into the court, all spread across from free throw line to free throw line, man. Good stuff. Way to end it, man. I... I'm broken heart a little bit, but you know, I expected it. Suns Geek, how are you feeling though? Hello, gentlemen. Hello, great subscribers, viewers of the <laughs> channel. How's everybody doing? This is your Phoenix Suns therapy session here. We are your therapists and we are here for you. We want to hear how you guys are doing. You know what? I'm disappointed. I'm sad. I'm mad. So many emotions, but you know what? Win or lose, Phoenix Suns for life, baby. That's a good way to say it, yeah. right? Phoenix Suns for life. And I agree. We should open this up as like doctors, right? You know, we're like therapists. This is a Suns jam session, therapy session for everybody yes, out there who loves their Phoenix Suns and is unbelievably disappointed, who had to navigate their day, the peaks and valleys of the day that they had to do and struggled to go, you know what? At least tonight I got the Suns, baby. And the Suns throughout the day, they navigated their day and go, at least I got my millions, baby. At least I got Landry Shamit starting and Cameron Payne and Jock Landell. You know what? <laughs> That's a recipe for success, am I right? Well, actually, when I saw that, I was like, <laughs> I still believed. Isn't that weird? Like, I really did. And deep down in my gut, my mom actually called me before the game. She's like, how are you feeling, Matthew? I'm like, mom, you know what? Actually, I don't feel good. I don't feel like we're going to win this game. But then I saw that starting lineup. I'm like, I still believe. I don't know. It's just those faces, Booker and KD. I'm like, it brings something yep. to the court. I feel like it should bring something to the court. Didn't <laughs> did at all. So, here we are again, man, and I apologize you're at the game, John. I wish uh, we can just pick you up and, you know, hug it all out together. You, you, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> For those of you who follow me on Twitter, at Darth Voida, uh, you saw I had the opportunity tonight to pop down. I got here early, as I always do. I got about 90 here, not about 90 minutes early, and I just like to sit and think. And it's funny. I just sit here, and I and drink beer. And I'm just sitting here, and I from, from my seats up in the, the 200 section, I can see Al McCoy. Like, you know what? This potentially could be Al McCoy's last game. So I walked down and I said hi to Al McCoy and I thank him for everything that he's done for this franchise. I got my picture taken with him. That's not, that, and that was, that's where the highlights end. And I know, Jamsters, I know all of you who know my track record of coming to games and my track record of watching successful Suns games. I'm 0-2 now in the playoffs, and ultimately the final one was the final game of the season. It's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling being in an arena where you're just getting fucking slaughtered. Fucking slaughtered. Like, literally, this game is 27-26. to 26, And there's a timeout call. 
and they give up what a 19 to 0 run you're like oh shit i'm gonna go get another beer because this shit's about to get fucking disgusting yep that's that's exactly my thought as you were saying that i was looking at my notes and then even in the third quarter it was like an 11 to 4 run to start and it didn't matter because i think there was another timeout called after that it was their defense it was their energy it, it was just an unacceptable performance by the Phoenix Suns tonight. And, yeah, well, yeah. I, I think you nailed it when you said it was that 19-0 run. There was that timeout called. That was it. That, that was the ball game right there. Dude, it was, well, I mean, it was a 10-point 10, 10 lead by the Nuggets. The energy was sucked out of the crowd. Yep. And then went 14 to 16 to 18, and yep. then it was over. When then it was a 10-point lead, even the team itself gave up. Yep. They did. And I'm like, I'm sick of like, what's the deal? You guys are still pretty good at basketball, right? You can make this competitive. You're not the Charlotte fucking horny Hornets. You know what I mean? You can come out and actually play. Like, this is like a one versus eight seed all of a sudden, or like 16th seed that we're watching here with the Suns team. And it's it's bullshit that our crowd has to deal with this all the time too. You know, we come here, we, they pay so much fucking money, and they show up like this with KD's head down most of the game. They're injured. It's just like, what are the excuses? Now we have to like kick Monty out the door. You know what I mean? And everyone hates DA. Like, it's just all falling apart right now. It's all Jay Crowder's fault. He started this. Well, I was chanting from the rafters up here, like, it's all DeAndre Ayton's fault. Uh, but that being said, listen, Jamsters, we got plenty to talk about on this post-game podcast. So, again, thank you to Suns Geek for joining us. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's watching along live. And whether you're watching now or later, you're listening now or later, you know, true Suns fans, we, we love misery. We love hanging out with each other. And that's why these therapy sessions are so productive because it reminds you that, as Michael Jackson once said, you are not alone. We are here for you. So I think Matthew's got a little DraftKings read. I do, yeah. They're not alone with these Suns fans out there in Arizona. I'm excited to actually share something great, a great some great news. Otherwise, yeah, yeah I'm a coy to DraftKings. That's, that's a perfect night. If you have not signed up for DraftKings yet, you can take advantage of a limited-time promo for, the new, for new users. All you have to do is deposit a $5 wager on any sport, and you'll instantly get $150 added to your account in bonus bets. John knows all about that. I have no idea what that means. Whether you win or lose, you'll get a bonus, and all you have to do is enter the code SUNSJAM and sign up. And here's the thing. If you enter Suns, the SUNSJAM code, not only will you get free money, it supports the podcast. We're definitely going to need that this offseason. So go ahead and support the podcast. The offer is only available for customers that are 20, 21 plus and physically present in Arizona. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. And if you know anybody, someone has a problem, please call or have them call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Check the, op- check the episode for descriptions of full terms and offers for many more DraftKings advantages and codes. What a reader Matthew is. What a reader. I think that everyone should support Matthew by going to DraftKings and using promo code SUNSJAM simply because Matthew read that so eloquently. Yeah. So I assume that you guys are popping open some beverages. I'll tell you that. I was drinking Dos Equis to like lime and salts is what they had here. Fucking yeah. lime and salt. Dos Equis. So uh, pop them if you got them, Suns fan. And I'll tell you this, Matthew, play that drop. Let's start this pot, huh? All right, give me a second. Ah, shit. Why are you not ready for this? You're the guy. You're you're the headquarters. I'm the the mayor.
it's we lose by what 25 points now 25 points in a game six for the phoenix suns it be what it be which brings me to my first question that i'm going to ask both of you matthew i got to ask guys i gotta ask why in the flying fuck does monty williams never send double teams think about this i was talking with dave king before the game we met up here and we're talking and you go back to the 2021 NBA Finals. Suns never doubled Giannis. You go back to the 2022 NBA Western Conference second round. They never bothered to double Luka. And here, against a two-time MVP, they chose throughout the entire series, through six games. How many doubles did you see? How, tell me, how many did you see on Nikolai Jokic? Why can Monty not do doubles? Go ahead, I just think I saw the doubles when it didn't matter, even in game five. You know what I mean? That's my takeaway from that. And you are right, um, <clears throat> but I don't know. I really don't. A- after tonight's game, I'm you now KD was like, after Devin Booker was amazing during the first four games, like he was at a loss for words. I'm at a loss for words, but I'll just say I didn't see the doubles until it just didn't even matter. And it was against players that you shouldn't be double teaming, like Aaron Gordon, for example, which happened in both game five and six tonight. So I don't know. What do you think, Matthew? Well, okay. So this whole series is basically just like hope that they miss, right? I mean, the games we won, even the one I went to game three, it was just hope they miss. The the Nuggets were in almost every game, all right? This whole series, they were in every game, but even the two losses they were in towards the end, we just, we were lucky they missed some shots. That's how the Suns play. I feel like defense. I mean, there's no adjustments you can make really, especially if there's guys in and out of the lineup. You mean you? I mean, you lose Chris Paul, you lose DeAndre, and then what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You got to put someone else to replace those guys. Those guys are pretty difficult to re- to replace, even if Da is getting a lot of shit. It's yeah. just it's that difficult to double. You're gonna leave guys wide open. That's what Jokic wants. He wants guys to come over and you know pick you apart. The Suns have not doubled anybody ever this season. The Suns have never made the adjustments to actually come back and win a game all season long. So the fact that, you know, at Twitter spaces, when we're talking, we're down by 30, obviously it's a lot. We yeah. know it's over. We have no hope in this team when we're down by anything at halftime. Yeah. Even a couple series ago, when we're down by like 10. It's like, we're like, oh, this is over. We actually won that game. I think it was down by nine. We're like, this is over. But that was the Clippers because they were missing everybody. But we're like, this is over, dude. There's no way we can come back because we don't make the adjustments and plus, the double teams aren't going to happen because it's just a make or miss thing, dude. We hope and pray that they miss these shots and we can grab the board. And that's never the case in games like this. I will say in all fairness to the Suns, though, and to kind of continue on this question that's being answered is this is a league where double teams don't really work anymore just because of the spacing on the floor and everything and how incredible yeah. players can shoot the ball nowadays. I get the question. And again, I, I that's just my personal opinion on it. And to that point, like, I, I agree with you, Suns Geek, and you're spot on. Given the modern NBA and the way that people shoot the ball with efficiency from beyond the yard, throwing double teams at opposition isn't something that's preferred. Yeah. But Monty Williams doesn't do it at all. Facts. Ever. So it's like that's, you know, again, I, I wasn't necessarily just talking about this series. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the recent playoff history of the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. is the lack of an adjustment for Monty Williams to try to make the defense, or I'm sorry, the offense of the opposing team feel our defense in any way, shape, or form has been non-existent. The front end of this game was literally a fucking layup line. Everything was in the paint. Everything was in the paint. And then from then, everything kind of, you know, works inside out. 
and then the three start falling and that lead just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and this is a, a concern of everybody and you know again there's plenty that we need to talk about when it comes to the off season of the suns and there's going to be plenty of time for that i really don't want to necessarily on this podcast go on and on and on about the opportunities that might exist for the Phoenix Suns moving forward. But I just want to call the season for what it was in multiple ways. And one of the things that I want to call the season for what it was is the sheer fact that Monty Williams once again showed that he, I won't know, I won't go as far to say is, is incapable of adjustments, but refuses to make some adjustments that sometimes being a Monday morning quarterback, being a fan who watches every game and goes live after every podcast, again, hit the thumbs up button. He he chooses not to make these adjustments, and they're, and they're, they're what feel like could be pedestrian adjustments. Throw a double at Jokic every now and then. Throw a double at Murray. And to Matthew's point, don't double fucking Aaron Gordon. Preach. You know, like double the guys who are hurting hurting you. And we see it time and time again where it's just like he's going to trust his guys on one-on-one situations, and they get beat, and then everything dissipates from there. It was embarrassing to watch that layup line. And I will say this. Directly behind me in this game, there was a fucking Nuggets fan, and this woman was the loudest fucking fan. And, like, she was, like, screaming, let's go Nuggets! And, like, the, the first fucking – it was Kadavis Caldwell Pope in that first quarter. What do you have, like, 15? Kadavis, Kadavis, Kadavis. I'm like, oh, Dude, saying Kadavius that much, that loud, this bitch going to lose her voice. Who says she well, who did says not? That? Her. Who says Kadavius? KCP, right? Isn't that what you're yeah, supposed no, to call him? No, she was yelling Kadavius. Kadavius? Well, it must be a relative. Kadavius. I, I have no idea. <laughs> but she yeah. didn't lose her voice at all. I'm like, oh. God damn it. Yeah, you lost, I'm surprised you have your voice. That Twitter spaces, you were like Horace. You were like Mike Malone, dude. That guy. Well, because I Because there was nothing to yell about in the second half. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you know, you're, you're totally right. I didn't half, watch I the fourth beer. quarter. Yeah. I, I was putting my, I had my sheets all. I was making my bed. I, mama, I was my mama my was like, "Dude, you gotta time. make your bed soon. It's time for yeah. bed." So <laughs> I had to do that. It's gonna, it's, it's getting late. Real right? quick, give, give some people some shout outs for uh, the super chats. Super chats. Let's go ahead and find out who's number one equipment manager, fallen founder. Five dollars. Oh. Five dollars. Appreciate it. My name is Jake, and. I'm a chronic Suns fan. Yep, we all are, right? No comments. Okay, Carlos Johnson, two dollars. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to you. Let's let's rack up this money because we need it going in the off season. It's not supposed to be over this quickly. No, Plus, it's still a good trade. How am I going to pay? How am I going to my dogs? Guys? John, I love yeah. seeing your beautiful face, but we got to see the arena, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. We just got to see it one last time, it's, bro. It's empty. Everyone's <laughs> gone. We just got to see it, though, man. It says thank you. <laughs> yep. For those of you listening, uh, you, tune, into, tune into the YouTube feed to Thank see. I'm just, Suns fans. I'm just, I'm giving you a, uh, a score. It's, it's over, man. It's over. It's over. The over, season's yeah. over. That's why yeah, it's, it's like, ah, it is my fault. I've, I've failed us as a franchise. All right. Ooh, it's big like, super oh, dang. Now. Big, big super dollars. Um, so Carlos big, Johnson, really, chat, just a quick question. Though, out, was it a good trade? Hell no. No, it wasn't. I'm just joking. I don't really, honestly, I don't like the trade right now, but. We have to deal with it. Um, Carlos Johnson, two dollars again. Wow, just spending the money. Either Monty is stupid or it's fixed. Monty, you know, part of the Lost Boys tribe, him and DA, they look kind of lost sometimes. So, yeah, I'm not gonna say stupid, but it looks a little lost sometimes. Andrew, dang, thank you. Ten dollars. God bless. We keep scapegoat players. I never wanted Baisley and Ross, not blaming them, but I wanted Kevin Love and Kuzma. 
Yeah, all we all the Kuzma the talk. Once upon a December. Yeah, right? yeah, that Kuzma was, was one thing in December, right, Suns Geek? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> what we talked about. <laughs> Their uh, champions ex- experience this James Jones problem. We got to get rid of Sarge McGee. I'm not really sure. We Shout out to of... Andrew though. He's a it's supporter on my channel there. as well. It's a rough Shout night. Yeah. You... yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things to go over this offseason. We'll have plenty of pods to talk about. I'm sure we need oh, a little yeah. bit of a break, but there's oh, a lot yeah. to talk about. about Definitely the, need a break. <laughs> everything we missed. And uh, should I bring up the big one? Adam oh, yeah. Silverman. Adam Silverman. Super chat. Very nice. <laughs> Put in my kids to college. Uh, obvious statement, but Williams has to go. I'm sorry, but we after the last two disasters, it needs, needs to occur. Thanks for coming on. Regardless, we win two games. We can win game two if Paul doesn't go down. Yeah, that's one thing that might have happened. But series outcome likely the same. Realize this is not a title team yet. Yeah, I mean, we weren't with what we had before. We thought maybe with KD we would be. And, you know, it's going to take some time. You saw what happened with Kyrie when we went to the, with the, to the Mavericks. Maybe not the same thing, but they didn't even make the playoffs. So maybe we can kind of parallel that a little bit. Maybe. I can't wait for an entire podcast where we talk about J.J. Redick. Bring JJ Reddick to the fucking Suns. He'll make him the head coach. You know, oh, give me my Nick goodness. Nurse. Yeah, give right. Give me Nick Nurse. Mm. Okay. Give me uh, D- DA should just coach. Who just, just who said this in the chat? Somebody said that. Uh, here we go. 16th Vth. This is uh, on the Suns Geek channel. He again. Thank you for whoever's watching this. If you're on Suns Geek channel, the Suns GM session podcast, guys. we truly appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. It says the Suns were so predictable on offense, and it's annoying to watch. Yep. Tell me if you guys feel the same. So, you know, Brandon, sounds like you you, you feel the same. Tell me about yeah. that a little bit as I walk to my car, sadly. I mean, it's just it, it seemed like even if we went on a, quote, run, it just didn't matter. Like you, you guys were watching the start of my rant show yesterday or one of you guys were. And I, I did I that rant for a reason, dude. Like I went live because I was like, you cannot play like that in game five. You can't play like that. Maybe on the exception of maybe a game one, because game one's game one. It is what it is. But I, I was just so pissed. Like the offense was predictable. Even the defense, you, you've been preaching on the defense. And I love how you worded it a layup line to the rim. I have been saying all fucking season, excuse my language, all season that anybody, and I mean anybody, can drive to the rim on us. It doesn't matter if DA's down there, it doesn't matter if Jock Lindell or Busy's down there. Anybody can just get to the rim and score with us, man, on us. It's, it's it's unacceptable, man. So even though the offense was predictable, I think the defense was even more predictable. Just yeah, embarrassing, man. Defense embarrassing. was, I mean, they were they were pretty just, much not, they weren't the same as the last orange. two years. This year, they were just basically the same as maybe the Steve Nash era. It was just basically bad. But we actually grabbed some boards. It's still there, like towards the end of the first quarter. It looked really bad and giving up the yep. offensive boards. As soon as Jock leaves, the energy is just kind of gone. Yep. Busy does what he can. But honestly, the offense is ba- – you give it to KD. See if he can get in rhythm. If KD's going down and he's actually – he's losing the game for us at times because he's trying to get his shot off. He's trying to actually get in rhythm. But by that time he's doing that, the Nuggets are running around circles, circles yep. around this team, trying to get their shots off, and they're going in. And they just, they're just doing whatever they want with the Suns team at that time. And then you're just yep. kind of like, all right, can KD get going? Because we need KD and Book. That's all we need It's KD and Book to get going. It's a lot to ask for those guys. But to show up the way they did when the offense just revolves around those two, it's difficult. It's very difficult to even win or win a quarter. I mean, the first quarter was okay until it just ended up getting blown out. It was kind of a back and forth game for a minute. And I thought like it was going to be like this at least till maybe the fourth quarter. I thought we actually had a chance 
And I could forgive the defense if the offense was going to be there for the Suns, sort of like we saw for a little bit in the first quarter. But then that offense just stopped. All the energy got sucked out of the building, and the Suns literally just gave up. That's my biggest complaint was, like, we just didn't show any fight. And, again, even though we went on a couple of runs here and there, like, it just didn't matter. It was a little too late. Someone tweeted. It was, like, in one of those, like, tags for the Suns fans. Someone tweeted, like, we need to come out of this game or we, we need to start this game swinging, and we, we didn't do that. And that that's the frustrating part. How many times have I, have I been on your show and on my show where I've said the Suns didn't come out swinging to start the game? They, they got punched in the mouth early. That That's what happened again tonight. Like, it's it's so frustrating, man. Yeah, just, and I, I think they well, tried to. They tried to, but the thing is, like, you go to KD again, and a lot relies on him. If yeah. he doesn't get it going, like you just you can't punch anybody in the face because you have to have him finish the other part of what tone. Book's trying to complete. And honestly, yeah. Book just started out two for eight too. So I don't know. Yep. What's up, John? Yep. Well, I was gonna say, and I don't know which way to go. So I guess I'll start with Kevin. <laughs> who the heck are you? Yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. I know who I am. Did anybody see a sniper? Did anybody see anything? I'm one of the best players to ever played a game. So I don't know exactly what KD's stat line was, so I'm sure one of you could read me it, but the, the tone. Ooh, I got it. What, I got it pulled up. Fire, fire for us, son. What was his – if you if you do, tell me what his first quarter shooting was and what his total shooting was on the game. Uh, I don't know about the first quarter. First but, quarter is uh, 0 for 4. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, 23 points, 8 for 19 shooting, 37 Fucking minutes, five, 5 assists, 5 boards, 4 turnovers, 2 fouls. Motherfucker, Ugh. eight. Yeah. I mean, nineteen shots for twenty-three points. Like zero threes. You know, by the way, that's going to be a big topic of conversation this offseason, and we've already seen it in the chat. And so we're going to continue to debate. And Matthew, you were talking about this uh, on the last podcast, and I stated this will not be the top the the top topic of conversation yet. Somehow, some way, it's the first one that I'm bringing up. It's was the trade for Kevin Durant the right move. And if you look at this postseason run, despite the statistics that Kevin Durant has put up, the fact and the matter is that he didn't do it in the typical Kevin Durant way. He wasn't efficient. And the Suns ultimately paid for it because of the number of shots he's taking and the lack of efficiency and the the, the isolation ball that they ran through Kevin Durant. There was no screens for Kevin Durant this entire yep. fucking series. Yep. How many screens did he come off of? Zero. Like, that'll be an interesting – you can look that kind of stuff up on ESPN and NBA.com. Yep. But you can see how many PNRs they ran with Kevin Durant. N- non-existent. And as a tone setter, as you both – we were just both talking about, you know, the first quarter and, and the tone. The tone De- – Devin Booker played well in that first quarter, but he, he wasn't the, the designed tone setter. It was Kevin Durant. He's the one who came out and was trying to get shots and was just breaking them. And that exasperated the problem that the Suns were having uh, because they couldn't stop anyone defensively, as we've noted and continue to note. And uh, how, how many 30-point quarters did they give up in this game? Because I know they gave up a fucking 42 spot the first. What did they give up um, the rest of the game? It was 44, 37, then 22 Ooh. for the second half. 22 each, you know, 22, 34. Okay, so they gave up two more. So literally half this this postseason, half of the quarters that they played, they gave too, up. I yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I was counting them all postseason. Their defense <laughs> was so shredded. It was like a Julian salad. And it was just ridiculous <laughs> how, again, their defensive inefficiencies and Kevin Durant being a vital cog in that. How many closeouts did we see from Kevin Durant? How many times did he play the perimeter? How many times was he effective? Yeah, he'd get a cool block here and there. That was really cool. But ultimately, he was not an effective defender. And so, yeah, it's going to be something that we talk about this postseason or, yeah. or offseason, my, my apologies. And, and I will say this before I hand it off to you guys. Like, I'm all for the trade. I still am. We have Kevin fucking Durant. We just got a bunk fucking version of Kevin Durant this fucking offseason. You know why? Because yeah. wearing a fucking Suns jersey. Yeah, that, that might be the thing. And uh, with, with KD playing the way he is, I don't know if you really can buy into this is the KD we're going to get next year. Or just the fact that, you know, he didn't have time to gel with this offense. I think a lot of it, like he said, the screens, how many screens were set? I don't even, none, right? And then also, but the other side, perimeter defense, it was not there. He's not rotating, but also he did tweak his ankle. Maybe there's an injury there. But then you think, well, what's coming up the next few seasons with him? Is he going to be hurt all the time? Is he going to miss time? Maybe, but the only thing is like, he'll actually have a team to work with all season long to prepare for the playoffs. And the the offseason, right? Yeah, he's going to have his injuries. He's going to miss some time, but we have to deal with that. We're going to surround him and Booker with great players. Um, even if DA comes back, but we'll have to get someone to actually play point. But right now, it's like you can't really think about the trade yet. You give it two or three more years. Obviously, we miss Mikhail. Cameron Johnson has a chance to even sign back with us next year if he wants to, right? He's an unrestricted free agent, so if he comes back, that'd be fucking awesome. He's an but- RFA, isn't he? No, I thought he was unrestricted. I'm pretty sure it's everyone. Anyone I'll look it up on sports track. No, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure he's RFA. He's just okay. like DA. We didn't offer him the rookie contract, uh, so he becomes an RFA the next year. I thought he was and this year, to, and, that's, and no one signed him. I thought it was like no, prove yourself he, he, again. He, no, because he's, he's a year behind DA. The Suns okay. treated him the same way they treated DA, where they didn't extend him on his initial opportunity for the rookie extension. They waited a year. And then as an RFA, he can get an offer from an opposing team, much akin to how the Indiana Pacers offered DeAndre Ayton money, and then we have the opportunity to match. Yeah, he's can a you verify that free agent. Is yeah, he restricted? Sports okay. track, yeah, he's restricted. All right, well, he's going to stay with Mikhail. Obviously, he can't split those two up. <laughs> but it, enough of that, though, because we have a good team. And the thing is, like, John, like, going to the playoffs, we thought we had a chance to win, right? Where we were, like, top two title odds, I think, going in. We were right there with the Celtics, top three maybe. We had a chance to win this year, but we didn't. And we kind of expected, you know, that part of it where we might actually lose. It does suck the way we lost. And it does, you can reflect on the way KD played in these playoffs. But a lot of that is probably just forced through injury, right? I mean, a lot of it is just him not looking the same. Him, those shots, they're they're ugly as shit. That is not KD. This is not the KD we expected. Him getting to the line was a hard thing to watch too because it's such a fragile thing. You don't want anything to happen. But when he's actually going to the rim and trying to draw the fouls like he was, that was his only opportunity to really score. I think he made two shots in a row this game. And I, I don't think he's ever made more than three in a row. You know, we needed those hot games from him. Where sure he feels five like in it. A row to match Booker where Booker was just going off. This game, obviously, he fell apart. But when Booker's going off, you need those KD moments where he gets four or five in a row just to put teams away. Like, that's what we missed. We got the KD games with the 30 points, but it was just a difficult watch. It wasn't KD. So looking forward to next year, it's going to be a different thing for sure. It's just a hard thing to put together so quickly. That's why it's like we talk about Monty, and now we're talking about KD. There's not really anybody you can blame, really. Maybe Monty, because of the way we lost again by 30 points, but just – it's just a hard thing to put together so soon, especially with KD getting hurt the way he did. And then Chris Paul going out and then DA goes out for this game. 
I just, you know, it's a lot of questions, but hopefully Ishbia can handle it the right way this offseason. What do we expect from Matt Ishbia? Well, that's another podcast because it's like, <laughs> yeah. it really we, is, who are you rooting like, for now? You know, it's like, yeah, Matt Ishbia could like literally just like, you know what? I'm blowing it up. I'm blowing <laughs> it up because he can. Uh, but, you know, if, if you go back to the, the, the statement about Kevin Durant, this is Kevin Durant. But this is Suns Kevin Durant. We have to remember that, man. We're a fucked franchise. Yeah. We're is a that a thing, franchise. then? It's, of course it's a thing. Sal McCoy's last goddamn day, and we can't even fucking win shit for him. God, We can't God, even Sal, act man. like we were going to win shit for him, man. Yeah, that place was only buzzing in the first quarter, maybe, right? Maybe t-shirt yeah. time? Yeah. I don't know. Johnny, you there? Did you get hit by a car? <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through a few more of these uh, starred. Uh, oh, donations still coming in. Yeah. Donations still coming in. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are equipment. awesome. Yeah, you guys are just emptying the I literally bullets. just had a cop yell at me. <laughs> oh, really? Were we jaywalking? <laughs> no, I'm driving home, and like part of the part of the lane is blocked off, but there's a lane open. So I started, goes, well, uh, fuck it. I guess I'll just move my bike. I'm like, well, it's, you left the lane open, sir. <laughs> Oh jeez! He's like after you guys are done. He, he, He's mad because he the sun's got a bear. The sun's, he saw the final score. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you yeah, never know I what mean, people God are going through. Phoenix PD. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what I'm going through. Goddamn, sat on a bench. <laughs> All right, we got some more donations too. <laughs> Boy, to go back in and invite McCoy on for us. I'm I'm pretty sure he's asleep by now. I'm pretty sure McCoy is asleep by now. Carlos Johnson, another two dollars. Thank you again. <clears throat> Excuse me. How is that visitors get more love in our house? I don't. Were there were there a lot of Nuggets fans there? Are you talking about our house, well, like I'll, here? Well, I'll say that jam session. I'll, I'll say this. It was a well. If, if you're talking about the jam session, yeah. Goddamn, pinsters. Um, one of them has you know, my photo I, I, as their uh, decal, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I literally Avatar. in the section I was sitting, there were two Nuggets fans. Uh, one was very nice and respectable, and, and and kudos to the Nuggets fans. And I told this to that to that lady who was screaming the whole game. I'm like, she wasn't saying anything mean or offensive. She's rooting for her team. And even we we've seen it in the chat. I mean, Matthew and I are pros at going live after games. And every now and then, when you play certain franchises, their friends they're they're they they come in the chat, and the the fans will come in. The, and some of them can be real, you know, a holes, if you will. And Denver Nuggets fans, for the maybe it's because they just knew they were better the whole time, so they were, they were just nice about it. But even going back to like the 2021 playoff run, Nuggets fans, like I'll I'll politely tip my cap to you, and you know you you guys even on your post or the the subreddit stakeout, you're not horrible people, you're not Warriors fans, you're not anybody from LA, uh, yeah, respectable franchise. But in the arena, it was a hundred, it was all Suns fans. Like I was surprised yeah. there was like four Nuggets fans walking around. Well, Suns Geek, do you have any Nuggets pop up? Any fans in your stream ever? Because oh, we've yeah, had a few. The they 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 love they they subscribe <laughs> to the pod. In your stream, those are called kidney stones. <laughs> I've had a few reasonable ones and a few bad ones that are clearly there just to troll. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've I've had a few. I'll just say that um, if they're spitting facts, even if it's like bad against the Suns. If they're spitting facts, I won't really argue with them, but some of them are just there to clearly troll to you know, mm-hmm. try to make us Suns fans feel low. But, yeah, just a couple. Yeah, well, uh, I guess we'll move on to more Durant talk. Uh, <laughs> Carlos no, 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 Johnson. No, 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 no. Oh, do we have more? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. You sorry. want me to go yeah, through yeah. these, or you want to wait? I didn't see this. I didn't see the super chats. Fire up the yeah, super there's chats. quite a bit of them. The yeah, quite a bit are. of them. They're busy tonight. <laughs> yeah, they're saying they're... their farewells, <laughs> throwing their money on our graves. Dogs. I appreciate it. Laney can't feed herself. She's a non-contributing member. Yeah, of society, she's. That yeah, dog. you're the enabler <laughs> over there. You gotta have the money to feed her the pizzas. Um, Carlos Johnson, two dollars. Thank you. I saw frustrated uh, Durant getting fouled. No calls. Yeah, you know. He he really he got kind of shit on these playoffs. A lot of the calls. Well, I don't know. I guess he got to line when he needed to, but then sometimes he just could never get a call. So I don't know. Bad passes by him too, a lot too. So yeah, yeah. G O D three ten uh, euros. Damn, truly a roller coaster year. Thank you for the great session, guys. Our season, excuse me, the great season, guys. Appreciate all your time and effort this year. Purple heart, orange heart, Green Bay Packers. Or goodbye, he says. Y'all are the goats GB. of the Suns post-game pod. And so is Suns Geek. <laughs> Love him, Mom. John, are you, are you fighting with a cop right now? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm driving home. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm trying to think what I'm going to order when I get to Taco Bell. Oh, okay. I, I hope you're still <laughs> on when, when we do that. I yeah. feel like it's, shit right now. The Suns was... lost. And if I really want to feel like shit, I'm going to go get Taco Bell. Yeah, you got to feel good we, that way. It makes, it may, it'll make you feel right, better. You're going to hear my order live on the Sun's Jam session. I was going to do that at Twitter Spaces. I was actually going to go to Chick-fil-A and order like a Diet Coke or something and while doing it. But it actually, Twitter Spaces was bumping this halftime too. Because any kind of loss, any kind of bad game by the Suns, I feel like we get more comments, more more feedback. Misery loves company. That should be yes. like, you know how they do a tagline every year? It's like, you know, hashtag rally the valley. Next year should be like the 2023-2024 Phoenix Suns. Hashtag misery loves company. <laughs> Carlos Johnson, $5. Monty brought Booker back in for two plays and sat him again in the fourth. Why? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I noticed that too. Because I think Booker went to the bench around like the six-something mark. And I was like, he wasn't out of the game already? Like, we should have waved the white flag along. Even though we pretty much did. You know, but I was like, why, yeah. why is he still in the game? Let's get it. Ever since I've been here, we talked about everything you want is on the other side of hard. This is hard. Monty, Monty Williams, coach of the Phoenix Sun. So good. This is this is your body language, Doctor. Here, the Suns were getting their, getting fucking trolled by the the Nuggets all night. Monty Williams, like it, I felt like he was just at church. Right. Like he stood up when it was time for the, our father and he kneeled when it was time to say, you know, the Hail Mary or whatever. He there was nothing from him on the on the sidelines. There was nothing. This is not a guy who felt like his season was on the line. He was just kind of sitting there like I think Chris Paul on this team has been detrimental to Bonnie Williams because like he never wants to upset him. and He's intimidated by him or something. And and like he probably Chris Paul was doing more coaching on the sidelines than Monty fucking Williams was in this one. And again, uh, for another day, should we get rid of him? Should he be a part of this team? Whatever. I'm just telling you what I saw. And I'm like, I was, I was sitting there with drew and shout out to drew. Thanks for, you know, hosting. Yeah. Thanks for the great. Thank you for Mm -hmm. Yeah. And good conversation. Really good conversation. Just talking sons basketball and, and Buffalo Sabres hockey. He's a big hockey fan. And I'm like, I'm going to become a Sabres fan because they fucking suck too. And they're a tortured franchise. I'm like, I might as well. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to get a tattoo or something. But we were talking about it. It's like Monty Williams was just there. And like, I get it, man. You have no DA. You have no Chris Paul. You have to start, start Landry Shamit and Cameron Payne and Jock Landale. And you're running out of options. But like, there was no fight in the guy. Mike Malone's up the whole time. 
he's calling timeouts. He's getting pissed off. Team's up twenty five. He's like yelling at the players. Yeah, he Thank was. You. He Thank was, you. Thank you. Yeah, that. yeah. Porter Jr. You know? He went at him because he gave up a yeah. layup. Yeah, he's like, how dare you sacrifice anything on defense? Fucking cut their throats out. And Monty's like, well, everything he wants on the other side of heart. Can I just say something real quick? Go for it, please. There was a Sacramento Kings loss earlier this season. Or excuse me, a Sacramento Kings win. And Mike Brown called them out after the game. He said, yeah, I'm happy we won, but X, Y, and Z. You know, we could have done this better, that better. I don't know if I've ever heard Monty Williams ever talk like that. You're you're absolutely right, John. It's you know how we're always like playing body language police sometimes. It, it, it felt like that tonight with Monty Williams, especially since you were there, John. You actually got to witness it. Well, and 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 one of the things that I look at is there's different kinds of leaders, right? And you know, personally, I'm a leader in what I do day to day. I manage people, and I have to lead them towards a common goal. So I'm not coaching basketball. I'm not doing X's and O's. But you notice throughout your career, different types of people who you want to emulate as leaders. And Monty Williams is one of those guys who he, he lets his team run him. I feel like it's okay to hold your team accountable. There's different ways to hold your team accountable and accountability has to be the end all be all. And with this team, I feel like from an accountability standpoint, Monty Williams gives his players a lot of leeway, a lot of rope, if you will. And you know, that can be productive, especially with numerous veterans on this team, but it's not always, you don't always get the best result when essentially you, you allow the inmates to run the asylum. His passive leadership style has resulted in three consecutive exits from the playoffs in which we have a prime Devin Booker. Uh, we have, I mean, what is it? John Gambadoro said today that Monty Williams never wanted DeAndre Ayton. I mean, if, if that's even leaking, if that's remotely true, that's not an effective leader. You, One of them's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. One of them is going to go, and we know most likely who it's going to be. It's going to be the one who's going to clear cap space and I don't want to be here and got a second contract. Not uh, after tonight. I know. After tonight, it's, it's like, I don't just really go no, first. No, because we knew this would happen. We knew this would happen. If DeAndre Ayton didn't play in this game and the team got their ass kicked, everyone would be like, well, it clearly wasn't Ayton. No, not for that reason. Not for that reason. It's because Monty didn't give – it's because Monty didn't get up for this game. That's why. Coach it's because of the back to back years. It's not because we he missed DA. Any games? No, I know what you mean, but like I'm just saying, like he didn't get the team ready, right? It's all on him. Oh, I hate Edward. when he says that shit too, man. Like he yeah, didn't that's, get one, yeah. that's one. That's one thing that triggers Suns Geek is that statement yeah. right there. <laughs> he didn't say it much during the playoffs. I will say that, but goddamn, so many times during the season, I didn't have my team ready, and this is on me. I'm like, goddamn, dude. Like, what do you mean you didn't have your team ready, Monty? Yeah. I just can't wait to I can't wait to hear the story two years from now. But Skywalker sixty nine did donate ten dollars. Thank you very much. He said I will take Nick Nurse, please. One of Nick Nurse coming right up. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying because of the way we he lost the X's and O's. It, it, it just seems a little different um, with the whole DA thing. Um, because I just want to know what's going on behind the scenes. If Booker does he support DA? Does he support Monty? Who does he like? Who does Chris Paul support more? I want to know more of that just going to the next season. Like, I know this is easy to say now, but I've had a theory for a long time. Even before we got Chris Paul, I've always said, I don't think DA and book like each other. I don't know. I've always been on that. Yeah. Thing. You can tell. Did you, see, did you see last game where, where DA was like kind of, he kind of shoved him when he walked by and was just ignoring him. Yeah. They hate each other. Cause they're not I've the been same quiet kind of player. about it as of late. Cause sometimes they act cool and you know, all that stuff. But I'm just like, for a long time, I'm like, I don't think they like each other, man. Do you remember?
remember like the co- during the COVID year when they were playing each other in video games? Like that's yeah. all there was on fucking ESPN was. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't like each other then like, either. The way yep. Booker talked to Aiden. No, they yep. didn't like each other then. Like no, you could tell. He's like, "How are you Fuck doing, Aiden?" Yeah. Aiden's like, "I'm good. Why? What? Like, I was right. like, what the? Like, you guys not hang out? And every time they used to hang out too at the house, like at Booker's house, you never see Aiden there. It was everybody but Aiden. Facts. So obviously, well, yeah, I don't know. Aiden was like, he's like in the garage playing darts by himself. Like everybody's having a good time. Kendall's hanging out there back in the old Kendall Jenner days. <laughs> I miss and those the, days. Where's the A? Like he's the guy who's in the garage, just kind of like doing his own thing. Like he's always yeah. on a smoke break. He's yeah. hanging out with Dario Saric, bumming a cigarette. I miss and, you, uh, Dario. We miss you. We we want you back, man. Uh, Adam Silverman, $20 again. Thank you so much. Just keep Thank piling you. up. Thank you so much. I we really appreciate the support. I agree that Katie looked lethargic on and off the court. This needs to change, and the offseason leaders need to, to emerge. We'll yep. uh, give him a pass due to this season, but we saved him from the New Jersey debacle uh, on him to give back. Um. I think that, I think, yeah, it was tough to watch KD a lot of times. It was just like, he seemed like a guy that gave up on himself a lot out there. You know, the body language was different from a guy like Mikhail and Cameron Johnson, two guys that just really, I'm I'm not saying just, just hear me out. Mikhail and Cameron Johnson, two guys that had a lot of confidence in themselves, right? KD is KD, one of the best players to ever play the game. And you know what? In the Suns uniform so far, didn't look too sure of himself, but it's a lot going into the season, and you just you can't buy into what was maybe what thirty games this year, if that twenty games with Kevin Durant. So, I know this is a ridiculous statement, but I'll say it anyways. Do you think that there's any merit to the fact that potentially Kevin Durant and Devin Booker knew around them weren't each level so they were just going to work on their games together and see how they could play off of each other a little bit not through offensive sets and screens but just sit back and run some isolation and see what each other's capable of going and you know knowing that going into next season they are the franchise period the Suns are going to wiggle around and try to make both of them happy period and that other players after seeing what Devin Booker did this postseason run are going to want to come to play to Phoenix and other players are going to want to come and play because their idol was Kevin Durant growing up. Do you think that any of them are like, did they, did they see what we saw that this team for as talented as it could be lacked defensive intensity has a bum center, has an old point guard and says, you know what, we're just going to go out there and we're just going to work on our games some more knowing that next season's the year. I'm the last person to believe in like conspiracy theories. Cause it took me forever to believe in the draft lottery, you know, how that was rigged. It took me forever to believe in that. And I, I don't really necessarily believe in, and I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. It could have happened, you know, last year with the whole, the Suns had COVID stuff and that's why they got embarrassed in games. That could be possible. But I like your conspiracy theory there, John. I like that. I actually kind of agree with it. Maybe Book and KD had a private conversation and said, you know what? We're done, man. This is it. Let's just kind of go out there and play half-ass and we'll just, Regroup next season. We'll work on our games, like you mentioned. We'll have a whole off season together, which I think is super important, by the way. And hopefully, we can talk management, Matt Ishbia, and all them into getting us guys around us. So, to answer your question, I don't even know if that answers your question. I agree with you, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm with you. Like, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy, but like they, like the, they froze out eight for the entire playoffs. Like oh, everybody's yeah. like, fuck passing that guy the ball, and and for good reason. They he hasn't earned the right to get the ball. Matthew, Preach. what do you think? Um, 
I think once injuries happen with Chris Paul and then DA, I mean, they, they freeze them out, of course, and I don't blame them, like you said. But, yeah, I mean, that's what it looked like. That's what they're just like, this team's not going to go anywhere, and let's just come back next year because we know the pieces we're going to get. Like, just think about it. If we won this year and then the, going in the offseason, they're just going to be like, well, there's no, <laughs> there's no one else we need because we can win it again with these guys. You just knew, like, they're just waiting for that other guy. It sucks, though, because what a waste of fucking time. You're right. Um, Adam Silverman, $20, said... Uh, what's up? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. sorry. I thought you broke up. Um, Adam Silverman, another $20. Thank you. This is not the same comment. Well said. Terrible send-off uh, for Al. For Al. Oh, excuse me. They all owe him an apology. This is, this is facts, right? Here. Effort not there. Pathetic. I am sorry. It, it yeah. does suck. This man. is embarrassing, man. It does. And I'm not saying like everyone deserves anything in life, right? What like Al McCoy's great. And yes, he deserves a title, but it's very difficult to win a title. But just the effort yeah. out there is what drives me crazy. If we would have lost a game, even by 10 points, and the Nuggets pull away by 10 with like two minutes left. Like that's the way the series is going to go. Just the effort itself is terrible, right, Sunsky? I mean, we couldn't even go to the Western Conference Finals, at least game six to the final seconds, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At least make it an effort. At least get to the next round and then go six or seven games until the final second for Al McCoy, man. I'll remind us of this again, though, guys. Cameron Payne, Landry Sham, and Jock Landell played tonight as starters. Like, what did we truly expect? I know the effort, quote-unquote, wasn't there, but neither was the starting fucking lineup. Like when I went, so I'm sitting at the arena, I get the notification just like all of you do, you know, an hour before the game, it lets you know the health report 30 minutes. You see the starting lineup and you could hear a murmuring in the, in the, by the people who were present when that happened, you could tell who your like fellow Twitter people were. Cause <laughs> everyone's just like, Oh, Landry, sham it. Fuck. Mm, and that's, yeah. you know, so I get it like from an effort standpoint, yeah, we can you're question right. the effort of the Suns tonight, but this is a team that they're playing against in the Denver Nuggets, who's the number one seed in the Western Conference, playing at the top of their game without any injuries, and we're without two of our core four, right? The mid-range mafia lasted for, what, like 12 games? Cool, man. That was a waste of a sticker. Yeah, I know. I understand that, but it's just KD and Book playing that poorly, and you can't say, oh, it's a defense, double teams like that. I just, I don't care. No one could stop the maybe, way Book was playing before. Maybe it's the fact that we played him for 45 minutes for fucking 10 games up to that. That's what I was thinking too in the fourth quarter. I'm like, maybe this guy's just like exhausted. That could have been it. I also understand the no DA, no Chris Paul thing, especially if we would have had Chris Paul. I'm not saying that would have changed too much, but we would have at least gone down swinging, I believe. But so at the same questions. time, like, I don't want that to necessarily be an excuse because again, we got our ass kicked yes, or the other night. You know, in game five as well. And this kind of reminds me of last year because people forget we got our ass kicked in game six of last year too. Just yeah. reminding Suns fans. Because yes. it's always game seven, game seven, but we got our ass kicked in game six too. So I know. Scott Scott Claus gives us $10 for nothing like the Suns tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it's for. But he also gives another $10. That's two duplicate charges. We can't refund those, all right? Uh, thanks, thanks all three of you for your super hard work. On your podcast, Sucks the Suns let us down two years in a row in embarrassing fashion. But y'all never let us down. Can't wait for more shows. 
You're a real one, Scott. Well, we're Thank retiring you. after tonight. I'm just joking. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like 90% of the Suns roster is going to retire. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's crazy how quickly it goes by, too. Like these pods and it's already over, <laughs> you know, for the season. I know. But, what uh, are we going to do with ourselves, Matthew? Like, fuck. Go I to the Bahamas. I, I'm going to have to talk to my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to watch movies, get caught up on all my Star Wars stuff, play some video games. It's going to be amazing, man. Yeah. That's that's funny you say that, Sons. I was literally telling somebody at work today. I'm like, the one nice thing is when the season ends, yep. for like two months I can play video games again. Because, Facts. like, I'm a gamer. I used to be a gamer. And when I started writing for Bright Side of the Sun and doing the Sun's Jam Session podcast, what I sacrificed was playing video games because guess what? This is way more fun. Uh, and I don't get, I don't feel this kind of heartbreak when I play video games though. <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm like over the summer. I'm like, I'm going to hit some pool parties. Just kidding. I don't go to pool parties. I'm 40. It's awkward. I'm going to go lay out standing there with Dos Equis, salt and lime. And everyone's like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'm going to go lay out. Remember Johnny used to lay out in the backyard, like a, like a yeah, big man. Shamu. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, you'd walk outside and you'd have to wear your sunglasses. You'd like trip Matt over just, me. You know, Guys. The sun, the sun is just glaring over him. What? Guys, what are you talking about? We're content creators, man. We're going to be doing BS pods all the way until the preseason. You, you bet your ass. Yeah, we top, are. top three you lists. Bet your ass we are. Top 10 lists. We've got so much to talk about this offseason, man. I know. Like the DA situation, never the ending. Money situation. With an owner yeah, like this, hey, too, it's never shoe. ending. The drafts yep. coming up and free agency, summer league. We got this, guys. We, we yeah. have a first round draft pick, right? Uh, no, um, <laughs> I don't think so. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think this is our last first round draft pick we have until like 2030. Oh, we better nail oh, it, man. This better okay. be a second round Nikola Jokic situation, bro. I'm serious. Well, before we better, I get we better to, land that pick. Before I get to the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the next super chat, John, are you at the Taco Bell drive-through yet? You want to hear your I'm order? Getting you getting I'm close? Thinking, all right, all right. I'm, I'm just excited. I, I have nothing else to look forward up, to I'm tonight, man. I wanted to go I'm on a fucking walk tonight. It's eleven o'clock almost. I'm gonna get <laughs> murdered if I do. So I have to do this podcast. The QC <laughs> gave us one ninety nine. What's up? Listen, Jamsters, whoever, yes. whoever has the highest uh, super chat, I'll order what you tell me. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. So oh, yeah. Do, you can ship it to him. Ship it to him. I'll send you don't, money right now, John. Give him some Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm the, not going to give it to them. I'm just saying whoever gets the highest super chat, I'll order what you tell me to order, then I'll eat it. But eat don't. It, okay, that could be our next pod. I don't, I, don't trust, I don't trust the internet. <laughs> yeah, don't. They'll say everything on the left side of the menu, and that's a lot of <laughs> diarrhea right there, dude. Um, so I was uh, the QC199 forward me the card for Al McCoy. I want to sign it. Was there a card going around for him today? I'm oh, pretty that sure there was. Awesome, man. Uh, that would have been. been. Awesome. I didn't. I didn't ask him about it when I met him today. Okay. What do you smell like? God, God, that was cool meeting now. Dude, he looked super fly. He smelled like my grandfather did growing up. Like he's an old yeah. dude. You shook. I shook his little hand. You know, Aww. his small, fragile hand, I, you know, and I was just like, this is fucking Al McCoy, man. Like, That's I got, crazy. Again, I saw him this sitting there. I'm like, I would hate myself if I didn't just go over. Again, there's 60 minutes before the game. I know he's not doing the show. I'm like, you know what? I just got – and, Matthew, you've been around me when I met Paul Westfall and I met Jerry Colangelo. Like, I'm very – like, I have to say thank you to those guys for what what the Suns have meant to me and, and what that the, the Suns have meant to the city and to the people who follow it. So yeah, I always yeah. have to say thank you. And I, I told him, I go, hey, 
Al, just thank you for everything that you've done and what it's meant to me and, and the city. And then I host a podcast. Did about- you tell him that? <laughs> I did. You bet your ass. I Maybe did. he'll listen to it in, uh, when he's retired. We can have him on. That'd be awesome. We have to clean it up a little bit, but we can have him on. And so so says Jay in the chat. He says, did you say oh, what ahead. up to Bloomer? No, he wasn't sitting there right then. So I was kind of like, ah, oh, dang it. I thought he was, uh, yeah, I thought he was sitting right I, next to him. Yeah, I was looking for Bloomer. Bloomer didn't get there till like right before um, he was supposed to start hopping on the air. So, because I, I always like to say what's up to John Bloom. Shout out to John Bloom, man. He's awesome too. Whenever there's a game and there's like a cool shirt or something, I always just like hit him up. I'm like, hey, man, can you get me yeah. one of those? And he does. And he brings it to my house. He's like the nicest dude in the house. In the yeah, place. I can't wait till you have that video of like him pulling up to your house and, you know, from your doorbell. <laughs> like, I know you're going to do that. Yeah, one I'm gonna these days. Like, there, there's John Bloom. <laughs> Yeah. No, God bless him, man. Good people. We have um we have five more super chats. I just want to get through. Um Keith Nettles says twenty dollars or he gives us twenty dollars and he says use the money wisely, like better Reddit disguises. I yeah, I, <laughs> John needs some better wigs. <laughs> Sons Geek, do you ever do you ever dress up in drag? I mean not drag, <laughs> but do you ever dress up? <laughs> And Sometimes for the for stupid podcast? skits that I do during the okay. off season when there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, there's nothing else to do but dress up. Uh, beyond that, no, I I'm not cool like you guys. I need to get uh, better. <laughs> so know. says so says Jay. Five dollars. 2023-2024 sons. Hashtag because you hate yourselves already. Yourself already. I've always hated myself. Amen already. to that. <laughs> Hashtag depression. Like, are you depressed? Do you need a homie? Watch the sons. Yeah, you know, you got to you gotta find someone to love in life. Andrew Compton gives us five bucks. Why did Monty not talk to Aiden after game seven last year? Aiden is meh, but Monty, <laughs> Monty didn't get any get the most out of him. Thanks for the great pod, guys. Yeah, he didn't. And I don't know if anybody really can right now. I was talking to my friend David. Um, Sounds good. You guys let me know. Like, do you think he just needs to go somewhere else to blossom? Does that have to just be a new team? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, new new coaching philosophies, new system, new players, new more opportunity. That doesn't necessarily guarantee that he's going to be successful. Looking at you, Jalen Smith, um, but um, just saying. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Look, look at like an SGA for an example, or uh, I, heck, even a Russell Westbrook. Just recently, you guys saw what he did to us in the Clippers series. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I think I'm it's doing what I'm doing. The order. <laughs> Yes, could I get uh, two cheesy gordita crunches, uh, one chicken quesadilla, uh, no jalapeno sauce, sub green sauce, and two chicken chalupa supremes, and then and one order of nachos, and, and an then, extra nacho sauce. And then? I'm so sorry. I got the two chicken chalupas uh, and too much. nacho sauce. Uh, and an order of nachos. So nachos and then an extra nacho sauce because I hate myself tonight. Go Suns. Say again? Yeah, plenty of uh, fire sauce if I could. It looks fantastic. I look forward to eating it. Oh, yes. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> She's like, no, thank you. Perfect. Thank you. How thirty two dollars? Thirty three, thirty. Dude, everything is that much though. Like I went to Filiberto's and I got a burrito <laughs> yeah, and some rolled tacos. That, I just tweeted about that, the, John. The oh. hooking us up with super chats, man. John, yeah. I just tweeted about your order. 
Like, I did, just you put, said, did you put how much it is? <laughs> no, I didn't put how much it was. Oh. oh, this is a good comment from Jorbo. $10. Thank you very much. Uh, this postseason is basically our preseason. We were trying to figure it out while the other teams were running on all cylinders. We were lucky we had the Clippers in the first round. Yeah, probably. And excited for the next year. So that's actually a more positive way to look at this, that it is a preseason. I know championship is there and the Nuggets will probably <laughs> win this year. Who knows? And I just, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to think about right now, but that's that's kind of a good way to look at it. Make you feel a little bit better, right? I, I was going to say that is like, trust me, I, I'm very frustrated. I'm very disappointed. I'm going to keep giving the Suns a bunch of shit all off season long until they can make the right moves to shut me up. And I'm definitely going to try not to talk as much trash. I said that last season and then I started talking trash when the sun's got good. I'm going to stop trolling so much on Twitter. But my point being this is that we obviously know, or we can assume we hope that we're going to build around Katie build around book. Matt Ishbia is here for the foreseeable future. So I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to stay optimistic here. Uh, you know, win or lose Phoenix Suns for life. And again, I just feel like if we bring the right pieces, the right coaching staff, maybe the right management, James Jones, um, I feel like we're going to have a bright future. I mean, if you have Katie and Book, you you have to at least be a, you're in contention, in the conversation for contention. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just trying to stay positive. And again, Suns fans, I know that we're all heated. We're all angry, but keep watching this team. Keep supporting in this team. Keep believing in this team. I, I'm, I'm excited for the off season. Dude, my order's already done. What the fuck? That's how you know the <laughs> shit's not good. You already got your food. You already paid like for it and all that. Yeah. I'm driving away. They were listening to the pod, man. They knew you were on the way. Yeah, they're like, John Boyd is on his way. Oh, my God, I'm nervous. And some guy locked himself in the freezer. He's so nervous. That guy loves a good chaloup. (laughs) Last uh, super chat of the night, probably. Uh, Suns Blackout 499, thank you. I have to support you guys for doing so much for the community. Monty is gone. Ishbia will will bring in his guy. Even James Jones is on the hot seat. Yeah. Yeah, That is all I've been the biggest James. I've been the biggest James Jones defender, and I'm slowly losing that defense on him. It turns like quickly, Suns right? Had no defense tonight. <laughs> well, think so. about that. Matt Ishbia was there tonight. Yep. Matt Ishbia experienced that tonight. Yep. Yeah. Matt Ishbia has the power to change the course of this franchise. Preach. That's just something to think about. Just something to think you about. You think he's not going to, like, text Isaiah or Thomas? call Booker and KD and say, hey, what do we need to do here, guys? You know what I mean? Like, like you guys are. You guys are take tra- him out on his yacht. It's not a boat. It's a yacht. Seriously, yeah. It's. Uh, you know? I, I think they're. I think those three are going to have a, a private meeting and just talk it all out, and then just go from there. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, do I do subreddit stakeout? I think it's the final <laughs> subreddit stakeout of the season, Matthew. You fucking have to. <laughs> I almost said no. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Last subreddit stakeout of the year. Stake out these nachos, dude. Yeah, let's hear it in the mic. I want to hear you chomp them down. I just showed up to Ball Arena. Where is everybody? Someone replied, the bathroom. So, you know, the guy, they hung out in the bathroom after, I'm sure. Someone said, finish them. They finished us pretty fucking good. That was in the first quarter. 
and then I just was reading off comments from the uh, the 76ers game. I guess they were watching that. So I'm like, I don't even know if I'm on the right subreddit. You know, tonight was such a mess. I think I ended up somewhere else. I need the second round exit for Embiid. I'm a hater. Understand? Told you guys Embiid no, has no links in the third quarter. Stop attack, attacking them and they had no offense. I'm just dead. My God, watching Embiid and Harden is opposite of fun. We want the Celtics to win. Yeah? The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. That was the can best I, one, huh? Save the best for last. Can, can I just say something real quick? I didn't hear the whole audio because the quality in the media room sucks, but Kevin Durant said, and I quote, it sucked, bad feeling, embarrassing. Hmm. Sums so, up our podcast. We just sorry to interrupt the Suns. <laughs> the, the Suns say that shit after every year. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. We'll be better. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Jam star of the game. Jamsters, while Johnny's Do- Taco Bell, like, subscribe, and love everybody tonight. Dosecki's right? Lime and Salt's my jam star of the game. Woo! It, <laughs> no, you're not going to win the championship, I think, if Cameron Payne's your jam star to end the season, right? They fucking <laughs> I, men. Yeah. Preach. But he is tonight. It's definitely a campaign. He came through. His biggest game of the year, final game. We're not this. This game's a fifty-point blowout if campaign's not hitting threes. Breach. Yeah, campaign. Shannon won us a game. Yeah, <laughs> That's all. yeah, yeah. So been rough. Johnny, got anything else? I mean, yeah. Last else? question before we get out of here. You know, first I'll say this again, Jamsters. Thank you, thank you for your support throughout this season. We're not going anywhere. Matthew and I will go live once a week until the season starts up again. We don't go anywhere. As, as Suns Geek knows, we love this team. We're content creators. Uh, it's the best part of my week is getting together and hanging out with all of you. So I know that we won't see many of you until the regular season. Some of you we won't see again until the playoffs. So be it. But we appreciate everyone who's tuned in, who's hit the like button, who's given us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Every single one of you, it really means a lot to us. My last question, who do we want to win – the Western Conference Finals, the Nuggets or the Lakers slash Warriors. So, Nuggets. you go first. Nuggets, because you just, you know, obviously we can't root for the Lakers. If the Lakers lose, the whole world wins. I don't really want, I don't really care if the Warriors win necessarily, but I think because the Nuggets kicked our ass, they deserve to go to the finals. You know, I'm not going to watch any of this at all. Yeah, I'm going to say I want the Nuggets to win it all this year. I want it to be Nuggets and Sixers, and whoever wins out of those two would be happy because I want him beating Harden. I'm a big Harden fan. I want him to finally win one. That'd be awesome. But what would be cool, and it's probably not going to happen because Anthony Davis is hurt again. What if LeBron didn't win it this year, though? It'd be fucking That'd insane. Be, especially I'm, just, I'm a big LeBron fan. Season. You guys oh can God. hate me. You probably unsubscribe right now. <laughs> but LeBron is my guy sometimes, and just would be kind of cool to get his, his sixth ring. Or I'm sorry, his fifth ring, the way like the team he has right now. So, But I'm going to go Nuggets and Sixers, and I want the Sixers or Nuggets to win, obviously. I hope the Sixers get there as well, man. I'm cheering for them. But they, they blew it tonight, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be weird because after a series of frustration and going against Jokic and like that, I'm going for the Nugs no matter what. Uh, yeah. Let's go Heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be the most unsexy Jimmy, finals man. ever. Nuggets and Heat. Oh, my God, dude. I'm not Nugs watching any of this. But... No one will watch. No. no one will watch. We'll all be baseballs more enjoyable. No, I'm just kidding. I will fucking watch it. <laughs> I always watch the finals, man. It's a rite of passage. Um, but yeah, again, I just. 
it's going to be weird to just root for these nugs now. Yeah. Like, God, I got to give myself in that mental space. But you know what? The first space I'm going to do is not a Twitter space. I'm going to eat this Taco Bell. I'm going to go to a space with a bathroom. (laughs) I'm just going to unload like the nuggets did. I'm gonna we wait? Are we waiting for you to do that? Or no, just, no, no, no. Don't, don't hang around for that. Oh, okay. yeah, like, I want like the nuggets unloaded on the Suns tonight. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, Suns Geek, everybody, this is it. Tell us where they can follow you, Geek. First off, uh, you guys are incredible. Uh, I love working with you guys. Um, I hope that we can do some shows during the, I know we're going to do shows during the off season. Uh, I definitely want to get you guys on my channel as well. And again, you guys are the OGs of these Suns post-game pods. I know that there's a lot of great Suns content out there. There definitely is, but you guys are the best. And as, as I've always said, and I truly mean this, you guys, especially for the comments out there and the subscribers and the followers, if you guys are supporting the Suns Jam Session podcast, you're supporting me, and I feel like it's vice versa. So I love you guys. Can't wait to hang out with you guys one day in person, do some podcasts, and keep up the great work, guys. I'll be watching as many of your shows as possible and maybe be on a show soon. So uh, much love and respect, guys. And and again, win or lose, Phoenix Suns for life. That's so yeah, it. Follow, me, follow me at Suns Geek, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. Cool. And you can follow me at Darth Voida on Twitter. You can read my writing at brightsideofthesun.com. Matthew, for one last time in the 2022-2023 season, take us home, buddy. Go home and love your family.